football is not over. If you still have the itch to draft, construct a team, try to beat all your buddies, underdog fantasy, playoff, fantasy football, best ball drafts are the place to do it. Hayden, tell the people what it is as we go through the draft that you are in live right now. So on Underdog, we have over $2 million currently in the lobby when you're trying to draft teams for the actual NFL playoffs. The goal is to have a roster that could win in the Super Bowl where most of the payouts are. Starting lineup, one quarterback, at least one running back, at least two wide receivers slash tight ends, and a flex spot looking for at least a starting five, but you can get eliminated at any point. So right now, um, I'm on the clock with the second overall pick. And let's start this thing off with C.D. Lamb. Obviously, he's been balling out. That's obviously very important. But also, we're going to be looking at how to stack up the Dallas Cowboys. So, like, the first thing we got to do after you draft these players, you can use the search bar, add some Dallas Cowboys to your queue, because you have to really think through, how am I going to get this team to win in week round one, two, three, and then obviously field a team in the actual Super Bowl? So, we have our NFC team set. Now we're going to look at some AFC teams to kind of build this thing out. So we will do a much larger dive into best ball playoff strategy at the end of this draft. I think like surface level stuff is an interesting conversation here now because Hayden, you know, just one team obviously on each side has a bye week. You can't invest in those teams too much because they obviously do not count for you in week one of the playoffs. So in a way you want to prioritize teams that you believe also play in week one, but then have a great, you know, opportunity Mm -hmm. possibility of going all the way to their, you know, respective championship game or the Super Bowl. Yes. The entire time you've got to have at least a starting five. So if you're drafting Ravens and 49ers, make sure you have some wildcard teams built out. But for this one, since we have the Cowboys, we should be in good shape to build out a really solid team. So I think what we're going to do here is I think we're going to build a little Chiefs versus Cowboys hypothetical Super Bowl here. So uh, the Brock Purdy teams, Kittle teams, that's the same conference as the Dallas Cowboys. So I think I want to go pivot over. And I like Patrick Mahomes over Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey is just not productive totally. enough. Didn't so, hit a thousand yards this year, Hayden. Exactly. So like I would rather have Rashi Rice, Isaiah Pacheco, and I want to build a team now for the Chiefs and the Dallas Cowboys to make the Super Bowl. Is that the most likely Super Bowl? Of course not, but you have to kind of pick a path to get there. And what I like about these two teams in particular is there are a lot of guys that catch passes and run the football on these teams. So it's really easy to build out kind of like these unique builds throughout it. So in this one, we have Rashi Rice right there or Isaiah Pacheco. I think what I'm going to do here is I think I'm going to go Isaiah Pacheco over Rice just because we need some running back points in the Super Bowl. And if I miss it on Tony Pollard here, all of a sudden we're not looking so good. So these are kind of decisions that you're making throughout the draft. You're kind of constructing your team like siloed out. Like you don't really care what the other side of the boards are doing. You don't really care if AJ Brown is a better player than Isaiah Pacheco. You just say in this team, I need these teams to win all the way throughout. You basically have to create your own narrative of the teams that you are selecting. This is why you have to do more than one Mm -hmm. playoff best ball draft over at underdog because you really, as Hayden is saying, have to silo it out for specific teams with the narrative that you, and the story that you are creating. And then in other drafts, maybe invest in other teams and hopefully you get the right combination in all of that. Um, Some specifics out there, just some details of this great game. It is six players in each draft 
10 rounds. And as Hayden said, it is one quarterback, one running back, two wide receivers slash tight ends, and then one flex spot with five bench after that. So it's just going to be 10 rounds of drafting. Yep, 10, 10 rounds of drafting. And typically what I'm trying to do is pick three teams to kind of stack through this. So obviously we have the Chiefs and the Cowboys. We're probably not going to draft 10 of just those two teams, those 10 players from those two teams. We'll mix in a third team. But what I really am trying to do is I don't want my stacked teams to play each other at least until the championship round. That's when it right. gets hardest to advance. That's when it's one and seven, one and eight, sometimes even harder to advance than that. The earliest rounds are easier to advance. Like, for example, two of the six teams can make it. So you have a 33% chance of making it. But later on, you really need to get things right. So I don't want my teams to be chopping each other off uh, in the actual NFL playoffs. So uh, with this one, we are looking at Tony Pollard, which I think is a fantastic pick. We already have CeeDee Lamb. So now we have our flex spot in this hypothetical now, Super Bowl built out. Hypothetically, would you have preferred Rishi Rice, who went one pick ahead of time? Like, yes. if if people were covering within the lines and playing fair and all of this, then basically all the other drafters around you would not be targeting the same teams as you. But as we know, that does not happen. People color outside the lines. People have their own strategies. And so it obviously does not equal team stacks perfectly every single time. And of course, that is Weaves, who was the one to snipe me. So <laughs> your own editor is is shooting bullets at you. What, what a story. <laughs> what a story. Um, so typically when we talk about like battle royale drafts on a weekly basis, we say for like that last round pick, you want to go like way off the board, you know, players that other people are not targeting. For your third team, is that a potential um outcome or strategy that you're utilizing especially when you get to you know rounds eight nine and ten so i i do want to just really focus in on which teams are not going to be playing each other for a little while here so i'm going to go with the rams in this one i really like puka nakua uh and the rams just in general the cowboys and the rams shouldn't play each other uh for a little bit just based off of how seeding works uh one thing i do have up here is just like what happens if everyone wins their games but as a reminder like things reseed so like if the cowboys win and the rams win well the rams will play the 49ers so the the cowboys and the rams hypothetically wouldn't play each other until the conference championship like we said that's when it's harder to advance so i, like I use this kind of just as a, a general guideline of if the favorites went out, but in this hypothetical, we need the Rams and then Puka Nakua to have a big game in the first round and then continued to win. And in that scenario, most likely it would not be uh Cowboys Rams until the NFC conference uh, finals. And obviously if you can go back to that on, on the other side, you know, with the bills being the second seed, just play it out in the exact same way. Um, the six seed would be, the Dolphins, and then they would get, you know, reseeded up to the Ravens and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. So it's yep. not a, it's not a true bracket. Just, I mean, people watch football. They might not remember all this, you know, yep. consider it every single time. Reseeding does happen um, on every single layer of the bracket moving forward. It certainly does. Um, eventually, when we do build teams with the Chiefs, we will have to decide <laughs> between this mix, but we'll I see mean, that for round 10. <laughs> that, that, is, that is the downside of 
stacking the Chiefs and not getting both Isaiah Pacheco and Rishi Rice on top of yes Patrick Mahomes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Just for the people to know, if you've never played this great game of playoff basketball, you can do it on our dark fantasy. There's a link in the description down below. Either do it now live while we are drafting or do it afterwards with for watching this as a VOD. I am matching your first deposit up to $100. I know you all already want to scratch that itch after your fantasy football season ends. There is no game on underdog to me that entails more strategy and more, uh, let's say being better than your opponents at projecting and also building lineups. than again, this game of playoff basketball. Have you ever been on vacation? After a long day of activities or sightseeing, you have a night in. Room service, bathrobes, and television or movies. And when you're in a foreign country, you scroll Netflix or Hulu or whatever streaming service you have. And you realize that the library of content there is so much larger than it is in the United States. You start a new show, a new series, and when you get back home, you realize you now have to find that on a different service or pay for it in a different way. That is where Surfshark comes in. It's a VPN service that lets you virtually travel the world with a tap of a finger. You can go to Spain, Canada, Costa Rica to watch the content available in those countries. So you can try Surfshark today, totally risk-free with a 30-day money-back guarantee. And get Surfshark VPN at surfshark.deals slash underdog or enter promo code underdog for three extra months for free. You heard me right. Three extra months for free. That is surfshark.deals slash underdog. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. The reason we had to do this video is there's just so much strategy. A lot of the people drafting these just don't understand the strategy, the advancement structure. So if you are drafting or watching these videos, I do think that you have a shot to take this thing down. So just really remember silo teams, stacking, correlation matters, and make sure you have a really strong Super Bowl lineup. And shout out to us in this Chiefs versus Cowboys Super Bowl. We already have a full starting lineup, uh, and it's only the sixth round. I'd like to add another piece or two to that. But oh. now we can start looking at some other options. Maybe this isn't the best, you know, let's say example, and maybe Nico Collins was a better one, but so many people are going to see and make your pick just whenever you want to. So many people mm-hmm. are going to see a name like Jalen Waddle or Nico Collins and be like, man, those talents are just so much better than the Jerome Forts out there. Why, why can't I draft those or whoever else you might stack with your team? You know, like to me, it's so intriguing to go for the bigger name. Who's going to score bigger points, so on and so forth than it is to just continue on with your stack. Yeah, it's that's part of the balance. And I wish there was like a very clear answer to when to break those rules or to not. But it really just kind of depends on the stack you're talking about. And we did a draft where we weren't dealing with the 49ers and the Ravens. And when you have when you're trying to stack those teams, a lot of these rules can get wonky because you still do have to advance out of that first round. The reason why I went with Mike Evans in this one is one. Uh, they're not going to be playing the Dallas Cowboys. Also, 
the Bucks just qualified for the NFL playoffs. So a lot of the ADP uh, since these drafts have been going on are still kind of lingering. So like the Bills just jumped up. So I really like the Bills uh, because their ADPs are a little low because they weren't settled uh, to have the second seed and the Bucks weren't in the playoffs. Another team like the Texans just qualified for the playoffs on Sunday. So some of these players I think are a little bit underdrafted and Mike Evans just happened to uh, fit this build because he's not going to be playing the, the teams that I need for a little bit. Like that. Like that a lot. Um, anything else you want to add here as you are going through this? I mean, you seem super heavy more on the NFC side than you are on the AFC side so far. You're right. And I think that's because I have Patrick Mahomes. And so you're just banking on the Chiefs, basically. The, if the Chiefs don't make the Super Bowl, I win no money on this team. That's <laughs> totally fine. That's how you have to be playing this thing. Not right. every single team you draft will be perfect. Um, now, what I also, other part of this, do you go into this with position limits? Like, will you go so heavy in on the Cowboys that you won't draft another quarterback, possibly? Um, or excuse me. You won't draft another quarterback if, you know, Patrick Mahomes or the Chiefs, you know, whichever team you do, you know, make your primary stack at the start. You don't want three quarterbacks. I'll say that. I think it's one or two quarterbacks. It really depends on how strong they are. Mahomes hasn't been like so damn good this entire year. And Stafford has shown a ceiling where I do like those two guys together to help me through these first couple weeks. And I do think the Rams just talking about like a, a, a team take this team yeah. gets spicy. Yeah. spicy fast tomorrow we will go through the entire first round of the playoffs and talk about matchups and give our predictions so on and so forth a little preview ahead of that i already have taken the rams three getting three and a half points in that game against the Lions this weekend okay now we're gonna have to play this game michael gallup jalen oh, tolbert the See? chiefs we we because we we're trying to come in first place and oh, some of these scroll down options are going to be the difference maker so like for example and this is where i'm talking about all of the money's backloaded to the Super Bowl. Yeah. We have this this team. So I think even though like Aaron matter, Jones is sitting right there or Rashad White is mm -hmm. sitting right there. They don't matter because we've already built out our team that's going to be able to in the advance, first round and the second the round. And second round. So now we need I, I'd rather go Justin Watson ahead of Michael Gallup and Jalen Tolbert. So would I, and especially since we have Patrick Mahomes without mm -hmm one of his receivers yet. So like, of course, like it sounds insane for me to draft Justin Watson ahead of some of these guys, but that Justin Watson team could be the difference in advancing to the Super Bowl, or more importantly, once you get to the Super Bowl, Justin Watson catches a 50 yard touchdown, certainly possible. Well, now I can be one of the, the few fewer teams that actually has Justin Watson. Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Um, it is intriguing to me that probably the, Packers and especially the Houston Texans will be on that scroll list down, 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 because mm -hmm. obviously people have been drafting for playoff best ball for weeks at this point. And, you know, the Texans have been no lock until, you know, they won on Saturday. So uh, keep that in mind if you're looking for the Nico Collins, CJ Stroud, especially Devin Singletary's of the world. Definitely agree. So now what I'm trying to debate here is. Do I want Rashad White and see if I can use some of his scores to help me out? Is Pacheco and Pollard already good enough? Or well, I know you feel about Tony great about Tony Pollard all season long, so why not trust him in the playoffs? <laughs> I, I hear you with this. I don't want the Cowboys receivers. Um, Rashad White, because I already have Mike Evans to help me out a little bit, or do I want to go with another one of these Chiefs wide receivers? Decisions, decisions. If you can give me... Make a case. I'm going to make put turn this no, on no, no, no. You can't. You can't make a one case more. These guys. One, you can't. One more. You can't. One big play. I mean, 
the big play would be what we saw in the Super Bowl last year of, you know, motion, jet sweep, touchdowns. And I'm not saying that necessarily for Kadarius Tony. I'm saying that potentially for Miko Hardman. He did catch like 10 passes this last week. Wow. All right, let's do it. Nicole Hardman healthy. You might be the only person who's drafted Miko Hardman. In but that's what you want. That's that's what I'm trying to teach uh, you guys to do. So um, real quick, this is just my overall guide. I wrote about some of the like little differences. We have a weekly winners version of this contest as well. But really, when you have this thing up, like once you've drafted, like for example, we drafted CD Lamb early, look up the Cowboys and then look up which teams you want to stack with, which teams you don't want to stack with. And that's really what I'm using this column for. So if you guys do need a little tool, this is a good one. Hayden will put it in the chat right now. Um, I'll also link it in the description down below so you can utilize this. Again, be drafting all the way up until Saturday when these kick off. Hope, who does fantastic work setting up all of these games and all these drafts for all of you, is already on record saying that the Milton Mitten 4 will be up on the site, quote, very soon. Let's very go. Very soon. So get excited for that. Um, if you have any questions, we are live. Be sure to ask them in the chat and we'll answer them, I don't know, in the next 20 minutes or excuse me, 10 minutes while we continue to go on here. Hayden, anything else that has sprung to mind for you that you want to tell the people about just uh, playoff best ball? Um, no, those are the kind of the like big level pictures. Like that's exactly the, the team that we just drafted is, are the teams I'm trying to build. We have a team that can advance throughout the entire league. We also have a one-off type of player to take us to the promised land in the Super Bowl. So I think I have some notes on like individual teams. Like we didn't draft 49ers, for example. All of that's going to be in the column. But I think maybe real quick, do you want to go just general vibes around the teams? Yeah, um, I do want to bring this up because, again, you invested in teams Mm -hmm. that – are playing in round one and did not have a buy. I didn't yep. see you take a single Raven. I didn't see you take a single 49er. Here is a question that I have because we saw some of those really good players who will be playing in week one, but many of them will get eliminated. Um, and also, could you, okay, strategy. Mm-hmm. Could you invest more in some of those teams that you aren't going to get points from in week one? Ravens, 49ers, and then fill out with more of those stars later on, like we saw with the Rashad Whites of the world, the Nico Collins, the Devin Singletary's that should outperform on a singular performance level right. their ADP, but you're not going to have them maybe for the second, third, fourth round of this. I don't like the Steelers guys, let's say the Packers players as much if I'm unless I'm only drafting them with the 49ers and the Ravens. I don't need those guys scores if I've built out a Bills or a Chiefs or a Cowboys stack because those guys are already playing in the wild card round. But the Ravens and the 49ers, if you are going to be stacking those two teams together, you have to do it exactly perfect. You have to have five players from that that game for the Super Bowl, but you also need your five players, you know, to get to the wild card round. So in some weird builds, if you are stacking the 49ers and the Cowboys to, or the 49ers and the Ravens together, you will need to fire up CG Stroud with Nico Collins with Devin Singletary. And then also with Puka and the and Cooper cup, something like that to help you advance out of the first round. But um, it's not exactly easy to stack the Ravens and the 49ers right. together. A lot of the times I'll like to take one of the teams with a buy and then stack them with the other side of the conference that doesn't have the buy. So like, for example, the 49ers pair beautifully 
with the Buffalo Bills. And that could easily be a Super Bowl matchup. Uh, you can use your Josh Allen teams. If you weren't able to get Brock Purdy, there's a ton of Buffalo Bills pass catchers later on. If you didn't get CMC, James Cook is still available for your running back spot. So I kind of like taking one of the bye week teams and pair it with a team that doesn't have the bye. But you can build out a perfect team with the two bye week teams. It's just uh, you have to really put on your thinking cap. Yeah. I also think the Ravens are kind of difficult for this if you don't get Lamar Jackson. You know, yes. like when would you ever draft mm-hmm. a Gus Edwards or Justice Hill or I mean, Zay Flowers, maybe and you and I have hypothesized and maybe this can lead us into some playoff conversation. What we think might change here for the playoffs, like Odell Beckham has been a 60 percent snap player all season long. It's something yeah. that we talked about in stats versus film every single week. He truly hasn't played over 60 percent of the snaps. I think over 58 percent of the snaps since week one mm-hmm. of this NFL season. To me, that means they were saving him for the NFL playoffs. And if we get an 80, 85, 90 percent player once we get here, um, then his projections, his involvement, his upside is so much better than it has been as a really non fancy asset all season long. I completely agree. And Odell's going much later than Zay Flowers and Isaiah Likely. I feel like you guys would want those guys ahead of Odell Beckham. But if you have Lamar Jackson, Odell Beckham is like basically free. So make sure that happens. What is really hard about the 49ers and the Ravens together is McCaffrey goes first. And then Debo, Ayuk, and Brock Purdy are all going to be off the board by the time you even get back with Christian McCaffrey. And then on the flip side with Lamar Jackson, he's there uh, third overall, but you don't have a chance to pair him up with Christian McCaffrey. So in this type of game, if you draft Lamar Jackson, that would be a great build to go with like Elijah Mitchell. Something happens to CMC, all of a sudden now you have the running back firepower. So it's just a because these those two teams have the bye weeks and because they're so top heavy with their scores, it is hard to kind of jam these two teams together. Okay. I have nothing else to say. Do you have anything else to say? Um, I wrote about all this stuff. I said we just get out of here in 20 minutes. Those are the general guidelines. I have more details in that column. Again, all of you, if you have never signed up for Underdog Fantasy, use the link in the description down below or promo code the show. And I am matching your first deposit up to $100. Obviously, we are going to have pick them throughout the NFL playoffs. But if you've never played this version of best ball, again, it twists and blends your brain in a way that you all have never experienced before. It's tough. It's difficult. Tell a story, paint a narrative with your teams. And as Hayden says, read his column, look at the two seeds, how they compare and, you know, stack with uh, teams that are most likely not to play the teams that you have selected so far, which is very different than everyone in week 17 only drafting players who they're facing. (laughs) That's very true. Also a reminder, 150,000 to first place, 75,000 to second place. So there's big prizes with this Uh, over $2 million currently live in the lobby. We have $3 tournaments. We have $250 tournaments and more is coming. So get ready. There it is. All right. Hayden, I will be back tomorrow with another show on the channel. I'm doing early preview of Wildcard Weekend. Some might say it's the first out there. <laughs> um, I can't wait. It's an awesome slate of first-round playoff matchups. Literally every single one is either going to have great teams or pure chaos. And that's wonderful for a viewing experience. All right, everyone. Up the villa. Enjoy the game tonight. Talk to you all soon. See ya. See ya.